Hello, and welcome back to ASD, A New Perspective, a podcast show where we tell you what is going on in the mind of your child, and we do encourage you that growth for your child is possible. Now, today we start a brand new series, Autism and Co-Occurring Conditions, those extra issues that sometimes challenge children and adults with ASD. As Dr. Gustin explains, speech delays, sensory disorders, and other issues are co-occurring conditions, not autism itself. And this fact can be confusing for both parents and professionals. And the interesting thing about co-occurring, there's two ways you have to think about it. And one is that there are um, certain co-occurring disorders that really, really may be um, a consequence of living with ASD, and it's important, the things that, the psychiatric disorders, for instance. Um, and then there are others that really may be just co-occurring from birth. In other words, there just may be another vulnerability. Um, and some of those you can see right from earliest ages, and others you may, may not emerge, like seizures for many people days, you don't even emerge until later on. So it is important, I think, to make that distinction when we talk about it because it does, you know, it, it has quite a different uh, spin to it. Um, if you think about things like um, um, intellectual disability, um, um, you know, that's another thing that the, the, we used to believe that that was almost a sine qua non of autism for a while, even though that's not what Kanner said, that's not what Hans Asperger said. They, they never thought that intellectual disability was part of autism. In fact, that's what made, intrigued them about autism is they saw this group of children who did not classically have an intellectual disability yet were so impaired, right? It was that discrepancy that was striking. Um, and then, you know, in the, in the 60s and 70s, by then it started to become, you know, the, the IQ became the thing and the point where everybody thought that was the major issue and the point like ABA or, or those treatments, whether that's the TEACH program or the ABA program were designed basically to address intellectually disabled children who happen to have autism. And now, if you look at the latest uh, Center for Disease Control studies, we're finding that uh, it's not uh, even a majority of those children that have intellectual disability, it's a minority. So that's sort of the third group of things. Um, and then of course, there's lots of myths about co-occurring, things like everybody with autism has sensory problems, which is a complete myth. Right, so you have to really, there's so many different issues. It's very interesting. There's so many different issues that um, when we talk about something that's co-occurring, so maybe we can think about which ones we want to address first, <laughs> but they're all, they're all equally interesting to me. Um, well, you know, I can remember, and I still hear it today, even, even friends of mine, parents, they would say, well, I'm told that uh, autism is just a speech disorder. Oh, speech, right, right. That's another one where, where that, that's like intellectual disability where the idea was speech was the problem. So you had treatments like verbal behavior, which is if you give them speech, everything's going to be fine. And we find out that lo and behold, very, you know, it's a rare, it, it does occur that, that some people who have severe, also severe intellectual disabilities and, and looks like they have severe forms of neurological impairment have difficulty developing speech, and a few do, but it's a very, it's a, it's a much more rare co-occurring disorder than, um, you know, than we used to believe, right? Um, and so, but you look like a miracle worker if you give this therapy to people who aren't yet speaking but will speak, 
no matter what we do, just late speakers. And then they start to speak. You say, voila, you know, you've treated this kid. And it makes you look really smart, right? But right, it's, a, it's another one. And, and so, yeah, you're absolutely right that the, the, the speech is even a, a rarer um, a co-occurring disorder. It's not rare in the sense of 1%, but it's, it's less frequent than intellectual disability, which is less frequent than we thought it was. You know, none of those are, either of those is completely attached to, to ASD as, you know, similarly, um, sensory issues are not attached to everyone with ASD. And if we can get past those myths somehow that those are parts of this disorder, I think that's going to be great. And to understand that, yeah, there are people who may have those types of problems as well, but they're certainly not, you should never make the assumption that they are Thank you, Dr. Gutstein, and thank you for joining us for ASD, A New Perspective, and our special series, Autism and Co-Occurring Conditions, a podcast show where we tell you what is going on in the mind of your child, and we do continue to encourage you that growth for your child is possible. I'm Kat Lee. See you next time.